Welcome to the Kate Take Podcast, where we are all about taking inspiration into tangible action in order to create a life that we actually freaking love. Get ready to keep it real, keep it fun, and do some cool, epic shit together, girl. I'm your host, Kate, a 29-year-old entrepreneur, former teacher, wife, Frenchie mom, and just another woman in this world trying to make her way through life. You ready, babe, to make your dreams come true? Let's do it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Kate Take. I am so hyped to be here, per usual. I'm always pretty hyped, um, but I'm really excited about today's topic because it is one that I hear all the time from people from, I just think anyone who's maybe a human, (laughs) um, especially us females. I hear people say, how do I not compare myself to other people? Um, And man, you guys, that is, I was blown away when I asked for feedback of what people wanted to hear on this podcast, how many people were saying comparison. I cannot help but compare myself to other people. It gets in the way of my happiness and my joy and my business. And you guys, it is so true. Like it is crazy how much we compare ourselves to other people. And I want to let you guys know first and foremost, like I'm not immune to comparison either, but there are some things that I've practiced a lot over the years so that I look at comparison totally different now. Um, And also give yourself some grace. Like we are human, we are not perfect, we are flawed, and it's really easy to get into the comparison trap. But I want you to think about the mindset shift that it's just as easy to not compare or use comparison as a way to fuel us. So I'm super excited. Let's dig into this. So the first thing is I've heard this quote a million times and maybe you have heard it too, but that comparison is the thief of joy. And honestly, you guys, like, I don't know why that like gives me an image of like a little kid just like taking something from like another toddler. And that's really what we do. You guys, like when that, you know, that toddler takes that thing from the other kid, like, what do they do? They cry. They feel bad. They've got jealousy. Like, Oh, gross. Like those are all feelings that like, if you want to live an awesome life, like we can't be in that headspace. Right. And so you guys, comparison is the thief of joy. And honestly, here's where I see comparison a lot. Um, show up with the women that I coach and work with and where I feel like my comparison kind of falls into this realm too. Not so much of like, I don't know, like she's so pretty, she's so skinny, she's so perfect. Like, I feel like our generation, like us millennials, like maybe we've moved a little bit past that. I think more so where I see comparison come in is when people have the mindset of, well, she can do it better. That's where I see it a lot. So let's use it in the context of, I'm going to use it in the context of my business. Um, One thing I love about being a a Beachbody coach is that I'm in a super female dominated business. Like I'm all about girl power. I'm a strong feminist. Like, hell yeah, let's go girl. Give me the Shania Twain. Let's freaking blast it. Let's go girls. Um, But with that comes a lot of comparison of, well, why would someone work with me when they could work with her? I see that happen all the time. And 
in the first, honestly, couple of years of my business, um, I think I operated a lot of my business now that I reflect back, honestly, from a place of fear because of that thought of she could do it better. Um, and I think for me, it came into, you know, my business is my health and fitness, right? And the thing I like about being a coach is you don't have to have, you know, it's about your personal journey. It's not about being perfect, but I definitely had that thought a lot when it came even to my own physical results in my health and fitness, because I would see the coaches who like were so like jacked, like so ripped. And I'd think, well, gosh, why would someone want to work with this third grade teacher who's obviously, you know, getting results, but like, they're not as good as hers. Um, or even too, like, you know, um, mentoring coaches on my team, there would be times, I think a lot, especially in my first couple years of business where I'd see other people in their coaching businesses, like seemingly crushing it and thinking, gosh, well, she just, she could mentor my coaches so much better than I could. And you guys that like, I think sometimes too, it puts us into a place of depending on your personality, your Enneagram, all of that. I think it can put you into like a competitive space where we think that we're like, oh, that person, I'm not comparing myself to them. And we go into this like internal, like, well, let me prove it to you. Or like, I don't know. I, I visualize like how many of you have done this at the gym where like you were like running on a treadmill and someone like came and ran next to you and you're like, oh, hell yeah, we're competing now. Like they don't know that you're competing with them, but how many times have you been like, oh, they're at a 6.5 running? Cool. I'm going to run a 7.2. Like it's just, it's goofy that we do that. And I think we operate that way. Not even, you know, if you're not obviously like a coach, like I am with Beachbody, but you know, even when I was a teacher, like we would compare ourselves to the other teachers like you know she could teach them better or she's more organized or her classroom is cuter it's like we can fall into that trap you guys and it can really detriment your success and your own personal growth so i want you guys right now to you know if you're on a walk if you're driving in the car wherever you're listening to this podcast i want you to imagine in your head a track all right. So think of a track, what it looks like. And I want you to imagine, you know, that there's, there's people running around the track. Right. And I know you've probably heard this before of like run your own race, but I think with comparison, especially with women, um, we get into this idea that at the end of the race, we see a pedestal. Okay. We see first, second, third place. And we, you know, we think we see that person that we think is just so freaking awesome. Like that woman who just has it all together. You know, her house is Pinterest worthy. Her husband is always doing cute shit for her. Like she just seems perfect. And we put her on this pedestal. And maybe this person does have success. Maybe this person does have something in her life that you're like, damn, I really want that for myself someday. But what you guys have got to realize is that that person isn't actually on a pedestal. If we are running a race and we are all on a track, you guys, and there is someone who has, you know, business success that you would like or relationship success that you would like or whatever it is, you guys, she's not on a pedestal. If she's already accomplished those things that you want for your own life, it just means that she's not up above you on that pedestal. She's 
out there. She's run around the track for longer, you guys. She's exercised, quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes, more than you have, or she's been running the race longer. She's not on a pedestal, knock that pedestal down. She's not up there, she's out there. And that's what I want you guys to visualize with that. Because the sooner that we can reframe comparison in that this person has just already opened the door for you and she's showing you, if I did it, you can too. That's where we all win, you guys. There is not um, a lack of, of, of like success out there for us all. We do live in a society that teaches us fear, that teaches us lack mindset, that doesn't teach us abundance. But there is like, just because someone has had success doesn't mean that there's less for you. Like, I love that quote. That's like, it's not a, it's not a pizza, right? Just because she's taken a slice doesn't mean there's one less slice for you. Like, And we have to start thinking that way because the reason that we compare is that we have a lack mindset. We think that her measure of success or happiness means that there's less for us to go around. And that's why the world ends up in such a freaking dark place, right? We've got to realize there's not less for you just because somebody else had success. Here's something else I want you guys to think about. Guess what? You are not everyone's cup of tea. There are people who will love this podcast and there will people who think this is the worst podcast that's ever existed. (laughs) There are people who will think that you are the shit and there will be people out there who think that you're annoying as hell. (laughs) Remember, we keep it real here. That's the Kate take right there. But you're not everybody's cup of tea and that's freaking awesome. That is so good because what you have to realize, you guys, is when you stop looking at comparison as she has it and I don't and you realize like her people or her things might not be your people or your things. And what I mean by that, you guys, is like, I, you know, again, I think of this in my um, terms of my business. Like there are coaches on my team that I would be a horrible coach to their challengers. You know, I think of this coach on our team named Nicole and she's amazing. She's a mom of five kids five freaking kids. I have zero kids at the point in this podcast being recorded in my life. Um, and would, would Nicole's women and her, what we call challenge groups, the space where we help people with their health and fitness. Do you think they want to learn from a 29 year old who's never had a kid? No freaking way. They want to learn from, holy shit, this woman has five kids. How does she make it work? This is how she does it for her family. And so I'm not Nicole's challengers cup of tea. Just like, you know, my kind of more tough love approach, my no nonsense bullshit is not, you know, other coaches on my team's coaches cup of tea. And you can go apply that into your own life and whatever that, you know, works for you in your realm of of your life. But you guys, you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea and that's good because what you will find is that you will find your people. When you stop comparing yourself to what she has and you don't, and you embrace yourself, your quirks, your loudness, your meekness, whatever it is for you that you start to embrace and you realize, hmm, 
that makes me, me, you're going to find your people and you're going to find your niche and you're going to find your voice. And that's so cool because what are you now doing? You're opening the door to show other people that they can live their authentic life too. Even if you don't have a business, even if you know, you're just as, you know, I don't want to say just, even if you're a stay at home mom with your kiddos, like you have to realize like you have power inside of you just by being yourself. And you will realize that like you will find your people when you are yourself and you're not trying to freaking be Tina or Tammy or whoever it is down the road. Right. I want you guys to also think about talking to yourself like you would your best friend. This is probably the hardest thing, but I, and I know we've seen this like you know, in society and we've seen this like on commercials even, but like, how do you speak to yourself? And if you heard your best friend speaking that way, like, would you allow it? (laughs) Again, you guys know I'm all about the stories, but I used to always with my students, right? Because we all like society does this to us. Like even at, you know, seven, eight years old, we're getting into comparison or we feel like we're not enough. Right. So my students, (laughs) used to always like, you know, they would have a moment where something was hard and they'd be like, Miss Deutschman, that was my maiden name, Miss Deutschman, I'm not smart. And I'd be like, okay. And like, they would look at me like I was crazy. Like I had two heads and they'd be like, what do you mean? I was like, okay. Like if you don't think you're smart, okay. Like you're telling yourself that I think you're smart, but okay. And then they would kind of look at me more and like, you could see the wheels turning in their head where they're like, well, well, I, I do think I'm smart. And I was like, okay cool. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like you decide what the thoughts are in your head, honey. And even with third graders, eight-year-olds, they would click in their mind and they'd be like, yeah, I am smart. Like you guys, it's just as easy for us as adults to flip that script. I know it feels like it's easier to be negative, but it's not. And it's so draining. But what is it in your head that you tell yourself like, it's just as easy to tell yourself that you're a fucking badass as it is to tell yourself that you're unworthy. It takes more work to continue that each and every day. Um, and I will be sharing some tangible tips with you guys of how to do that. But really, you guys, the seeds that you plant in your head grow into something. And if you wouldn't allow your sister or your best friend or your coworker to talk that way to herself, why the hell do you allow yourself to speak like to yourself like that. You know, I always think about this too. It's like the thoughts in our head are who we end up becoming. And you guys, trust me, I've had low lows in my life where I was extremely negative self-talk and it was really hard to get out of it and it took work, but man, like, and again, this might sound conceited to some of you, but like I, like me, Kate, I freaking love myself. Like, I think I'm the shit and I'm not afraid to let you know that if somebody compliments me, I'm like, thank you so much. Like, I never am like, oh, don't give me a compliment. Like if someone tells me I look pretty, I'm like, oh my God, thank you. I loved my hair today too. And people will laugh at you. Like I, that will happen all the time. Or like my husband even, like he'll give me, Zach will compliment me. I'm like, thanks baby, I know. And he's like, Kate, I'm like, well, what do you want? Someone who's like, oh, no, no, I'm not. Like, fuck that. Sure. Thank you so much for the compliment. Now move on with your damn life, okay? Um, okay, so tangible tips, you guys, because comparison is the thief of joy, all right? We, we've just thought of some vis- visualizations and some other ways we can stop comparing, but let's take some actual, like, tangible tips, you guys, to implement this into our life. So the first one is I want you to think about, because... <laughs> 
whether we want to admit it or not, social media can just breed comparison. Whether you're planning a wedding, you're a teacher in your classroom trying to make it, you know, cute or, oh my goodness, in 2020, all of you teachers comparing your freaking online classrooms to each other, whatever it is, you guys, social media can be a a negative trigger for a lot of us. So what I want you to do, the first tangible tip is take a scroll of your social media. And are you hate following people? Because I think that we do that. Yes, I'm calling you out. Do you hate follow people? If you do, block and unfollow. I don't care if that's like your best friend. Like if it puts you into a bad headspace, it's not worth following. It's not worth following. Um, also those of you in the creative space, the reason I came up with this tip of, you know, look at your social media is if you are in like a photography business or if you're a coach like me or whatever space you're in, maybe it's like, even like you're a mom and you follow a bunch of mom bloggers. If you are following so many other people that you don't even know what your own voice is or your own damn opinion You've got to go unfollow those people. Maybe don't unfollow them. One thing I love to do is I mute people's stories. That's an option on Instagram. So um, don't like consume their stuff so much. Like if you were a creative and the reason I wanted to give this tip is one of my best friends is a photographer and we were talking about, she's like, man, I'm just not feeling as creative and I'm really comparing myself to other people. And I was like, girl, you got to go unfollow, like mute on stories, all of these other photographers you're following. And I was like, you're stifling all of your creativity and your art. And she did. And like a month later, she was like, I feel so much more creative and inspired because I'm not comparing myself to other people. So do what you have to do in that space to block or unfollow so that you can go and like, it, you know, cause we're all going to be on social media, whether we admit it or not. I love when people are like, I'm never on social media. I'm like, okay, you're a liar, but that's fine. I love you anyway. Um, but unfollow those people. And then also you guys like do that audit and then follow things that do inspire you or do uplift you so that you can get into that right headspace so that when you do go to scroll social media, it's something that makes you feel good. Right. And then of course, you know, still like catch up with the news and all that, but unfollow and take a social media audit. That's my first tip for you guys. My second tip is I want you to fill your own cup first every single day. I know that sounds like so simple. And if you guys want to go back to the very first episode of this podcast, I give tips on um, a good morning routine to like get your mindset right. But fill your own cup first, you guys. So write those, those things you're grateful for. Write those affirmations and really practice those and fill your own cup up first and start growing new seeds in your head of these thoughts. And let me be frank with you. The first time I ever learned about affirmations, I was like, these are so stupid. Like what kind of loser needs to write? I am like, whatever. Um, Clearly I needed that in my own life because I thought it was a load of shit, but it's not you guys. So fill your own cup up first in the morning. Don't jump on your phone. Don't go check the news. Like Go fill your own cup up first. Listen to an inspiring podcast. Listen to music. Music is such a big thing for me that fills my cup first thing in the morning. But go do that first before 
you consume social media or before you go to work or whatever it is that you want to do because you've got to build your own self-esteem first, you guys, on your own two feet before you go and put yourself out into the universe and, and the world and your workspace to go serve other people. And honestly, you guys, there is nothing more revolutionary than loving yourself. Like I love Zach better because I love myself. And I know that like I go into my relationship with Zach, like just like loving him, even when he's driving me crazy, because I know how to love myself, even when I'm driving myself crazy. And that's because I fill my own cup up first each and every morning before I start my day. Um, the last thing that I have a tip, you guys, is I want you to think of all of the things that make you unique. And you know what? It might be the things that drive other people crazy. Um, you know, I am really loud. I'm super talkative. I'm pretty damn stubborn. I like, I know what I believe in and I believe in it. I'm very willing to hear other points of view. I actually love that, but like, I'm pretty rooted in my beliefs. And for some people, that's probably the most annoying, the most annoying shit ever. But I like that about myself. Like I've learned to like those pieces of my personality because it makes me Kate. And maybe for you, it looks totally different. You know, it, you don't have to be a big boisterous person to, to like that. Maybe you love that you're a quiet, introverted, introspected person. Like it makes you unique. Like what are those things you guys, because again, learn to embrace those things because you are the only you in the world. Like, I know that that sounds so like, oh, like nerdy, but like legit, there is no other like Kate Brown out in the world. Like there's another name, right? But I'm my only self. Like how freaking cool is that? If you really think about it, like, damn, that's so cool. Um, and then the last tip I want to share with you guys is a personal development book that really helped me with this a few years ago when I read it. And it's one I recommend all the time to people who are struggling with negative self-talk or comparison. And that book is called Mastering Your Mean Girl by Melissa Ambrosini. Um, it is so good. It is so good for that internal self-talk um, when you find yourself comparing yourself to others. And it's one that you can go back to and reread and get just some good ideas off of it. The last thing I just want to leave you guys with is this, because we forget this so, so often. Um, think of someone that you admire in your head, like visualize them right now. Maybe it's an author or a friend or someone in a similar line of business with you, but who is somebody that you admire? Okay. Think of them in, in, in your head. You guys, if she's successful, if she has things that you would like to have in your life, please don't forget that she has probably failed more. She has probably cried more over her failures. She has probably made an ass of herself. She has probably wanted to give up a lot. And you have to remember that any person that you admire or any person that has a measure of success, and if it's in a similar field as you or whatever, she has just failed more. And that track that we talked about earlier, Girl, she's just been running around that track longer than you have. She's been putting in the miles. She's been putting in the work. And it doesn't mean she's done it flawlessly. I can tell you guys um, the success that I've had in my business. 
Um, and you know, it has been paved with a lot of failures, a lot of missteps, a lot of tears, a lot of, wait, why am I doing this? But I just get back up every day and practice these things that I share with you guys here on the pod. Um, because you have to realize that that person who has some measure of success, she's truly just failed more than you. She just hasn't given up. Okay. So you guys, if you struggle with comparison, you're not alone, but why can't we be the generation of women? And you know, if any men are listening to this, like, why can't we be the generation to change that? Like, I think about my future children that we will have someday. And if, you know, whether I have boys or girls or whatever, like, gosh, wouldn't it be so cool if we raised a generation of people who didn't compare themselves negatively and we raised a generation of people who thought abundantly, who thought, oh my God, my best friend did this amazing thing that's proof. Oh my goodness. She opened the door for me. Now I can go do it too. Like, Man, imagine what world changers that we could have if we start that right now, right? So anyway, you guys, I hope that those tips help. I hope that you realize how unique and awesome you are and what a badass you are. And um, to really go implement those tools into your life, those strategies, and stop comparing, get inspired, you guys, and go run your own dang race. Um so thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so happy that you're here. If you loved this episode, of course, I would love if you share it on your social media, tag me. Um, and of course, like you guys, again, happy dances in my office, running around my house. If you leave a review and if you subscribe to this podcast, like let's just keep getting this message out there for people who need it. Um, and if anything, like just visualize Kate in my weird ass uniqueness, having a happy dance over the positive reviews and feedback. So you guys, thank you so, so much. I hope you have a beautiful day and I will see you on the next episode.